We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Well, that grass isn't going to cut itself. I'll be outside. Wait, you're mowing the lawn in that? What? In your one-piece riding leathers? Yeah. Because you might fall off the push mower? Hmm, you're right. I should probably wear my helmet too. Not what I meant. It's hard to be without your bike. So do something easy and protect it with Progressive Motorcycle Insurance. With basic policies as low as $75 a year, you'll be back on the road in no time. Visit Progressive.com to quote today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. This is... 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 With Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goins. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Navas. And with me today, we do not have our producer, co-founder, Mr. Brian Goins. He is computerless on this Halloween edition of Heat Beat. But instead, we bring you Mr. Nikaias Duncan, our pun master and statistician. How are you, sir? I'm doing quite well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Uh, we have our very own professional screw-up who's 20 minutes late, Mr. Alex Toledo. Yo. Right in my bag. A- Right in your bag, you're right in your comfort zone, you're out of the gates early, being a screw-up. And we have our Heat Beat Insider, Saucy Nuggets, Mr. Lefty Leif. How are you, sir? I am good. Good evening, gentlemen. Hopefully we do not get interrupted by trick-or-treaters and the doorbell. Um, I was talking to Leif before the show. It's like the stages of Halloween. Like when you're a kid, you know, you just you want your candy, you want your trick-or-treating. And then like when you grow up, like you're just like you just want to go out with your friends and cause trouble. And then once you get a little older, you just want to go to parties in Wynwood and, you know, get messed up. And uh, when you're an adult, you know, you take your kids out trick-or-treating, completing the circle of Halloween. Dion and, uh, was taking Jimmy Butler's candy last night. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and great segue from my awful topic. Um, you're welcome. Dion. <laughs> always there for me. Dion's not healthy. Hassan's not healthy. Um, the team's not playing well, and I think that while well, I think that Hassan being healthy and Dion being healthy helps a lot. I don't think the problems right now are necessarily with them. I think Nikaias, I know you have um, you did a piece this week highlighting the Heat offense and and a lot of other stats, but the Heat aren't shooting the ball well, right? So we get out of the gate outside of one half of Wayne Ellington Palooza. They're not shooting the three well at all. Well, how many did they make last night? Was it two, three, three threes or something like that? Yeah, some, yeah I think. It, it was something absurd like that. So, like, this team is kind of limited offensively when they're not shooting the ball well. And they're not shooting the ball well. So, you get, like, these awful third quarters or the third quarter, as uh, Heat Twitter lifers know. And it's kind of – um. I kind of want to talk people off the cliff and say, no, 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 everything's going to be fine. You know, they're just not hurt and the shots aren't going in. But I don't know, Leif. 
I don't know, man. It doesn't look bueno. People need to relax. I mean, it, what is it, six games in? Um, yeah. you, you really shouldn't draw any con- like firm conclusions and make declarations on this season until about 20 games in. Um, obviously, there's been frustrating spurts. Nobody is oblivious to that fact. Um, but we've ha- we haven't had Hassan. We haven't been shooting at anywhere near a clip that we expected us to shoot. Uh, we've been turnover prone at bad times. And, um, you know, we're still trying to work through some rotation stuff. So I just think there's a lot of things going on right now. And if you told me that uh, we lost to the teams that we've lost to, I know the Orlando loss was disconcerting, and, and that's probably one you should get. But, but Orlando has played well. Um, you know, the games have been relatively close in most uh, cases, San Antonio excluded. But I just think it's a little soon to be like, this team has no hope. They need to trade everybody. This is a lost cause. I can't believe how, you know, like how limited this entire season is and the scope of this whole thing is is trash. Like, that's just such a, a weird a weird stance to take considering what we watched last year. I mean, you reel off eight you, wins and, and, and you're right back in the, you know, in the, uh, at the top of the conference. What do you do with this? And I'm going to quote, um, I'm going to quote Nikias's article from this week and you could find it. It's uh, it's called the launching pad. It's a new series that, uh, Nikias is going to be doing weekly. It's going to be highlighting different, different things, different trends throughout the week or throughout the season that he sees in a very kind of fun, organized way and uh, digestible way. But Leif, what do you, what do you do with these numbers? Um, that the Heat currently ranks seventh in three-point attempts per 100 possession, and that the quality is really good because 34.7% of their threes are open, right? So they're getting, they're generating like over a quarter of their threes are are open to wide open, but they're only shooting 35% on those looks. And last season, when they went on their like uh, was a 30 and 11 finish, they were shooting 40% on open looks. So, what what do you do with that, like? You're getting the shots, and they're just not—they're not hitting them. In in my opinion, that's actually probably more of a positive thing because you're getting the shots that you want to get, and you know you're not converting at this time. But you would, you know, I think it's reasonable to assume that some of these guys that have been career, um, you know, pretty good spot-up shooters, whether whether it's Wayne Ellington, whether it's Tyler Johnson, that these guys are going to start hitting them. And um, and then this is a you know it's a long year where you're going to go on runs so you know you you may shoot well for ten games and then you may regress a little bit um, so I just think the ebbs and flows of a season are are not being taken into account when we're just saying that this group is you know kind of uh, already the season is over and stuff like that. Going into the year, I felt that and. Um that the offense was going to struggle a lot of times that when they shot the ball, well, everything was going to be hunky dory. And when they didn't shoot the ball, well, it was going to kind of be like this. And I kind of see that happening in the way that they're going to look like, kind of like to what you said, they're going to look like ass for like seven games. And then they're going to have five games where you shoot the lights out and Goran in space. When you have to stay home on the shooters, like lights out, you know what I mean? So they're going to have, it's going to be like waves. You know what I mean? Like, that the offense is going to look so like incredibly potent. And then other times like, you know, yesterday's third quarter or the third quarter against the Hawks. And it's going to be like, eh. um, Nikias, I don't know if you have anything to add or not, but I don't know. I think, um, the shooting will probably come around. Um, that's the, the encouraging thing. Like you said, they're getting the looks that they want. It's just that they're not going down. And you're looking at guys like Josh Richardson right now. He's shooting what, Nearly 20, just about 28% on wide open threes. Tyler Johnson shooting 27% on wide open threes. Like, these are, of course, you would say that. But, like, these are, you know, good shooters that they're missing those looks. You can kind of bank on them bouncing back at some point. So, the thing about Wayne that concerns me, Nikias, is like, Wayne's not. Wayne's getting. Wayne's not like a. How can I say this? Not that not that he's not a spot up shooter, but what they run for him is always like those little pin down curls. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're just trying to move the defense. Really, they're like moving him. And it's it's not working. Yeah, even he's been I mean, kind of fine after a slow start. I mean, it worked for a quarter. <laughs> oh yeah, he torched that. 
<laughs> man, man, did it work for a quarter? That's about it. But um, yeah. Beyond that, the open shooting, you kind of hope for that to bank to turn back around. What really concerns me is just, I guess, the offense in general in terms of movement. There just isn't much off-ball movement there. And since Miami doesn't have that one guy that's going to tilt a defense by himself, like a LeBron when he was here, you're going to need that constant effort or those hard cuts, those off-ball screens and stuff to get, you know, to get the defense moving to kind of shift it. And we don't see that, and that's when the offense dies down. You have Dion having to bail you out with long jumpers. Gorn's tossing up pull-up jumpers over too. Yeah, but like, but we're we're saying that Nikaias, but even late in games, they're getting open shots. I mean, they're missing them, but they're getting the looks that they want. And last night against Minnesota, Dion was getting to the rim whenever he wanted. And it's I've never felt that they're not. I mean, sometimes they have these. I think they're overpassing a lot. Right, so like Goran has a good look and he gives it up, or, or um, Jay Rich has a good look, or Dion has a good look, and especially Kelly, Kelly's doing that a lot too. That they're just like they're 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 moving the ball one extra time, and I just feel like they're giving up too many good shots to do that, and then they they don't get a good shot. But other than that, I've never felt that this team is having a problem getting either shots at the rim or anything decent from long range. So it, it's it, kind of. It almost seems like sometimes when the offense is clicking, like early in the game last night, they're they're passing the ball, they're moving without the ball, uh, they're moving with the ball. You know, you're seeing a lot of a, a lot of action on um, even the weak side, and then they overpass a few times, and a few possessions get a little crazy, get a little sloppy. So then they try to overcorrect themselves, and then what ends up happening is you got guys standing around, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're going cold you know and i don't know that could just be my eyes but um you're right about overpassing i think that that's something that's happening a lot early on and also the thing that we're not really taking we're not discussing and i don't think enough is the fact that we're going with all these different starting lineups different lineup combinations that stuff takes time to figure out also i think the turnovers are more a product of like Dion and Goran trying to jam balls like in pick and rolls, like they're trying to like get it into real tight spaces low. Oh yeah, Goran has been and, terrible at pick at pocket passes this year. Has been oh my god, right? Like it, it, they're picked off every time. Like oh, it feels like Olenek too. But I think that's a product of Hassan not being there because when Hassan's there, they'll give it high, right? And Hassan's gonna get that. Like if you you know you jump ball it like a wide receiver, you know he's gonna get that. When you got it, when Goran's giving these balls low. Right, they're like kind of like squeeze it into these tight spots. It's that's you know, and honestly, they don't have like, I mean, I know Bam's good, but he hasn't played that much. But like, they don't have like any like elite guys rolling to the rim, that are like rolling. I also think the rolling has been a little soft, like they're not going quick enough, right? So like they get the motion, so like you know the screener comes, Goran goes, and then it's like a very slow roll to the rim, and then I kind of think that lets hands in the passing lane. To pick off those pocket passes. I mean, Bam did really well in that last night, just diving to the rim quick, and he gets up there, man. <laughs> they can't really stop that. But like, I like that Brandon Wright-ish breed of center, DeAndre Jordan, or whatever you want to call it. Just like the guy that just like rolls really freaking hard to the rim, and you throw it up, and they can. I mean, not that you have to alley oop it every time, but you throw it up. You know, one step, boom, layup. You know what I mean? And the alley oop threat is really serious. Have that. The Rockets thrive off of that. New Love City. Nah, they're no. they're playing at a slow pace apparently. Well, they always. I mean, well, you know what's funny about that, and I know it's deviating a little bit. Like, I don't think CP3 teams have ever played at fast pace. Nikias, I don't. You might you might be the person who would know that more. Kind of like how LeBron teams never really play fast. Yeah, the micromanaging aspect of it. You would. Has Chris Paul been playing? Uh, yeah. No, he's still out with the knee. Yeah, he's still out. Yeah. Gianni with the yeah. Still? <laughs> Come on, man. Jog, he's still out? Nah, take this out. <laughs> I play fantasy and I didn't know that. Oh, Lord. That's bad. Really? That's embarrassing. You're not to say that. Oof, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Can't make me look bad, yo. Corrupt. <laughs> yo, I have, a shame- I have a shameful admission. Uh-oh. I have only seen Heat and Cavs games this year. I've not seen anyone else. Heat like a and full Cavs, game. wow. So you are a closet Cavs fan. 
Nah, dog. I, Come on, man. You miss Dwayne. Love man. LeBron. I miss Dwayne love so LeBron. much. I okay. look at him and I was like, man, so wait, you look so fat in that jersey, but I don't care, man. Can, can we spend you? 25 seconds saying what it would be like if we were paying $23 million to this fall, <laughs> a, a fallen off the cliff, Dwayne Wade? No. You see, because of culture, culture. he would have been in shape. Or he would have been in shape. He would have been in a system that he's comfortable with, and he would have been Dion Waiters last night. Oh no! Beautiful. Tell, tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, you're. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. You said you believe in culture or not. Do you have the guts or not? It's either everything or nothing. What is your choice to be? You know what's funny about the hashtag Riley is Wash community? That was born of Dwayne leaving, and that appears to have been the right decision. But they moved the goalposts, and now it's the assets thing. They're copying. Uh, they're copying like the um, the assets movement. You know, it's funny. I've just realized that it just dawned on me the moving of the goalposts of Riley's watch. Well, of course, a lot of emotions involved on that whole Wade thing. I miss him so much, but like the guy said, the opposite emotion with D Wade. <laughs> no, I know. Well, Nick guys hates Dwayne. I don't hate Dwayne. I just. Hey, I did. You're a fakey fan. Like, fakey fan. The writing was on the wall. I mean, he can't shoot. He lost some explosiveness. And once that happened, he kept holding the ball. You know, the offense kind of bogged down. Just kind of. You don't think? Real talk, though. You don't think he'll figure it out like a way to be productive? Or you it, think it's it? It's over. I think he's probably done being an impact guy. Honestly. You don't think he can figure it out like Ginobili? Like, is Ginobili, do you consider Ginobili an impact guy, or not at this point? No, I mean he, he, he can gets... maybe have he can maybe have some Ginobili games, not forty year old Ginobili, um, but like you know what Ginobili was to some of those earlier teams games. But I don't know that he's going to average out at anything like that at all. I mean, forty year old um, Ginobili better. Yeah, I mean he did kind of look and really Vince. good the other night too. Well, Vince is like the poster for like how to age wonderfully in the NBA. Jamal Crawford too, as much as I know Nikias loves him too. Oh my god, that man! Yo. Oh man, I can't wait to do the breakdown tomorrow. He was so bad on defense last night. <laughs> what you relish in that? You relish in like, like slandering poor Jamal Crawford. Man, Jamal Crawford is cool, but he is just not someone I want on my basketball team if I want to win. Yo, is Andrew Wiggins good? I don't know yet. He's good. He's just not... Is he good? Yeah, he's good. He just No, like obviously like he's a productive player, but is he like is he good? I mean he's not a star yet. I think he can be like, the third Andrew... best player on a contending team. No? Yeah. I mean he's I don't know, like he, he like the defense, I feel like that can get better. Like yesterday he was not that good. I know that, like, he had a couple moments at the end, but what was he, like, 6 for 20 or something? What was it? Yeah, he shot really poorly. 6 for 22, I think. Like, he was... Yeah, it was bad. Justice put the clamps. He did. He did. And Josh Richardson defended him well for two and a half quarters and then just forgot what he was doing for whatever reason. Okay, let's talk about Jay Rich. I think Jay Rich got concussed. (laughs) <laughs> okay, there we go. Hot take. We have a lot of passion about Jay Rich at here at Heat Beat. Our very own Hot Take Harry thinks that he's the worst player to ever live. Um, Christian Hernandez really is a fan of his, so am I. Alf says he's an idiot. Um, Alex thinks he's concussed. Nah, man, I love Jay Rich, but Andrew Wiggins dunked on his head, man. He's got to be concussed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, who saw when Wiggins was going down the lane and JJ was like, nope. I'm out. Wasn't it Kelly? I think it was JJ. I don't think JJ was in at that point. You, was yeah. it? Was it Kelly? Oh, it might have. I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, was it that? Was it Carl Anthony Towns that was coming through the lane? All I know Somebody is that Josh, dunked. Oh, Josh Richardson will have it. Will have a ring before Andrew Wiggins. Oh, write old. that down. Prime Leaf, peak Leaf, peak Leaf culture. What were you gonna say, Nikias? That's my oh, vice president. Well, never mind now. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for the late take. Yeah, that's my vice president, yo. My guy. Yeah, I don't know. We're so bipolar on Josh Richardson. I like, like him. Like, he's fine. He's going to 
he needs to grow. He's going to make some bonehead decisions. But, I mean, he's the kind of guy you invest in. You don't have to worry about effort. He has some skills. He obviously has some defensive instincts. He's got to reel him in a little bit. I mean, he's literally Chalmers. Oh, well, he's literally. Nah, that's not a I'm, bad thing. Wing Chalmers. Yo, that's not a that's not a bad thing. And Mar, listen, Mario has been. By the way, the five and one Mario Chalmers led Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> okay. Mario's been and um, never in doubt. Mario Mario's a good player, dude. Like, do not hate on Chalmers. Chalmers was a very productive player on a on a two time champion. He had defensive instincts. He made some boneheaded decisions. He had some spurts of good shooting and offensive talent. He's tell me that they're not the same person. Now, jo- Josh has a much higher ceiling. I mean, he can average fifteen a game. You know, get you. You know. Do you remember how high we were on Chalmers after the first year? Yeah, I'm still. I mean, like. Huh? I said, I'm still high on him. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's still high. Waiting on this. I want to, like, low-key, Chalmers is, like, a top 10 Heat player for me. Like, low, low-key. Low-key should be top one. <laughs> no, that's Beasley. Yeah. Uh, Beasley. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, you're not part of the church Whoa. of Michael Beasley? What? No. I'm anti Beasley. Oh, man. Man. oh like, of course, of course, Lave wouldn't. <laughs> Self serious Lave. SpongeBob. Hey, he had such an opportunity, and he he blew it. Three times. Listen, LeBron. I'll take him on my team. That was LeBron, one of those times that was LeBron's fault. I take Beasley on this team right now. I, I don't hold any of the other. The other times against him, I'm talking about the first time. I'm talking about the the first time he touched down in Miami. That's the opportunity he blew. And yes, I take all this stuff too seriously. <laughs> do you guys remember? <laughs> do you guys remember like the conversations around that team, the the 2009-10 team about Beasley and like people on the internet fighting on who should play close Udonis or Beasley? Like, is that something you guys remember? Yes. That was pre-Twitter days. That was like heat message board days. Yes, yeah, uh, it was real GM, real GM message board days. Yes, and that was a heated discussion. They should have run UD what at the is, five and B's at the four. What is no? We Fire's had Jo, dude. Jo was a Yo, machine get back out of here. then. We already talked about this. Jo was a machine. We already talked about this. What did you call him? Oh man, oh, I can't remember. He's horrible. He was horrible. <laughs> I love you. I met Jermaine oh. O'Neal as a member of the Heat in uh, Vegas and er, in Vegas at the airport, and um, he was like, "We gonna be right next year. We gonna be right next year." That's all he said to me. He saw me in my Heat hat, and we weren't right that next year. <laughs> 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 they made the playoffs but, the next but, year. Seven-time All Star doing that in the playoffs. We, we we weren't right that next year, but that next year after. That next year. I think that's what he was talking about. Low key, high key, that Heat team that he said we'd be right next year would be a two seed this year, maybe even a one seed. No, they would not. How about that? How about that? What team's better than them? Prime Dwayne Wade mm-hmm. and Jermaine O'Neal, the machine. And you can't name anyone else. <laughs> Mario Chalmers, Quentin Richardson in a career year, Darrell Wright in a career year, Daquan Cook. Come on. Udonis? Yakuba? Prime Udonis has You think that's a one or two seed in the East this year? <laughs> you know how bad the East is? Dog, Dwayne Wade would be the, the, the best player in the conference, the second best player in the conference right now. Now he would be the best player in the conference. LeBron? No, LeBron. Then, then well, LeBron's going to take oh, half the season you know off. What? For like. 0809 Wade and this year's Giannis is actually a pretty interesting discussion. No, Dwayne's better. I, Are you yeah, sure? I, I'm not willing to have that discussion. It's been six games, Nikaias. I love Giannis. Come on. No, it's not even that. I mean, Nikaias, do you remember the force Dwayne Wade was on defense? Like, yes. he was an NBA. Dwayne Wade yeah. was a weak side shot blocker. We're talking it's not about a fair comparison. Champ- like, anyway, he, like, so I'm looking at the show sheet, and it's like topic one was Bam's progression. And we are however many minutes into this podcast, and we have not discussed <laughs> Bam 20, at all. <laughs> we're 22 minutes in. I believe it was, was Bam's so profession. I was so excited to talk about how the Heat would be a two seed, how the o- o- O-10 Heat would be a two seed, but we, we could change gears to Bam. 
Bam? the Bam that I've seen is not the Bam I thought I was going to get. I thought I was going to get a freak dribbling from the three-point line and uh, spinning around dudes. Dude, the same and instead, summer, dude. I'm getting Biombo. Um, uh, He's playing his role. He's Biombo. You thought Spo was going to let him handle the ball from the three-point line in the regular season? He doesn't season? let Justice handle As the ball. As a 19-year-old? <laughs> 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 Come on. <laughs> I don't even want to get on my soapbox on there right now. <laughs> oh, okay, we have to get to that later, but <laughs> Oh man. I don't know, man. I thought like as I saw Summer League, I was like, oh man, Bam got some moves. Bam got that oh, little step. He has all that there. I just haven't unleashed it yet, man. It's coming. Just to know it's there is I mean, you saw him moving his feet on Jimmy. Nikias uh chopped that up and put it on Twitter today. Um you know he that he can do that kind of stuff with the ball in his hands, in my opinion. And uh, he was and very good up. against Minnesota defensively, like man to man. You know, I don't know about I didn't, I, didn't, I haven't rewatched, but just like I test, like when he was like ice when he got switches or whatever. There was a point that Carl Anthony Towns needed to get Bam switched off of him to score. Correct. He outplayed Carl Anthony Towns. He's better than Carl Anthony Towns. Bam better. Here. That's that. Look at that. We we got our whale and they're complaining and crying on Twitter. And the, we got our whale with the draft pick. <laughs> Discount. Will you add will you add Jalen Brown? Will you add Tatum? Will you add? Bam's gonna be good. He's the best player in this draft, but he might not be the best player on this team. Ah, boo, 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 boo. What are we doing right now? <laughs> I thought Alex was gonna come in. With what? I thought we were like doing Jesus and Marrow. I, th- I thought you were gonna like come in with something. Yo, I'm not talented. <laughs> I'm not. That's it. Way to go, dude. Way to way to be there for your teammates. Yo, my um, my computer is currently going through Armageddon. Again? I didn't ask you. Yeah, it hasn't happened in a, in a few months, but it's happening. I have um I have NBA TV on because they had the the Thunder uh, Bucks game and like all these old retired players just want to like play around the basket like they they have like that little um little half court so they can like demonstrate plays and like I don't know what they're doing but like all these old guys just want to fool around with basketballs it's so funny they I killed the show I'm so sorry <laughs> I cannot like I cannot I cannot be allowed to like. Yeah, you are currently like, explaining can't. to us what you're watching on TV, and that's supposed <laughs> know, to be what, so what people are going to listen <laughs> like, to. Chris Webber is like bouncing the ball like really high, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And like, they look like they're having so oh, much yeah, fun. Yeah, they'd be putting these basketball these basketball courts inside the studios. Like for what? <laughs> yo, and like Steve Smith, like he runs out. He's like, "Yo, I want. What are you guys doing?" And like Greg Anthony wants to shoot from the elbow. And... Nah, I do the same thing. Though. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I I can't like I can't project out loud. We were talking about Bam, and I, I ruined it. I'm sorry. Um, segment. Yeah, so maybe we should. I feel like with the third quarter. No, hold on, because now we got to talk about how Justice isn't allowed to handle the ball, and we got to let Nikias get on his soapbox. I just don't get it. I really don't get it. <laughs> Thank you. Like, we are six games in, and Justice Winslow has run three pick and rolls. That I don't get. Like, part of that is on Justice. Because he'll catch it, dribble twice, and then move it. But I guess what I was thinking about earlier, if you're Spo, you have to know who you're dealing with. And Justice definitely seems like the guy that's going to give 100% to his role, but he's going to commit to his role and not do much else unless you ask it of him. So if you're Spo, you kind of have to, you might have to prod Justice a little bit and say, hey, if you see something, go for it. If you're pushing the ball off a rebound, go for it. You know, we've seen that in transition sometimes, but, you know, maybe he needs to initiate those high pick and rolls instead of just handing off to Dion and then floating in the corner. The other thing I don't get is is that they don't – when he's handing off the ball, when he's catching the ball and then handing it off after two dribbles, they don't even have him, like, setting a hard screen. They don't have him cutting from the baseline when he stands in the corner. He, they, do, yeah. they usually just have him stand in the corner or they'll have him run across the court where, like, he's going to do something else that's not – gonna help much i was like what's the point of that yeah like that's that's kind of where i'm at with spo like he needs to i don't know how easily is to kind of implement parts of a new system or whatever but there needs to be some kind of off-ball movement 
if nothing else, just a pin down just to get the defense moving. Because that's why teams are camping in the lane on those pick and rolls on the other side. Because you can afford to, you know, tag the roller or whatever and not have to worry about getting out on somebody on the weak side because the weak side isn't moving. Yeah, but, like, what I'll counter with that is that once they start hitting shots, like, that all gets blown up. Like, Spo, I think they're generating the shots that they want for the most part. And, I, you know, we, we're kind of, like, shots not going in, so we can say that. But, you know, I think that they'll live and die with the shots that they're getting. I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just say it's probably it's kind of a bit process versus result a little bit. I think the result is they ended up getting these open shots, but it's taking four, five, six different handoffs to get there. And I know Spo is kind of a meticulous guy with his offense anyway, but they're working too hard to get good shots. If that makes sense. Yeah, but they're not like let's let's be real. Like they're not like LeBron's not here. You know what I mean? It's like they're gonna have to work hard to get good shots. Like you're counting on like. When Gorin is not in the game, like Dion on a bum ankle and like Kelly Olynyk, like yeah, you're gonna have to do, you know, they're gonna have to get some pretty creative to get some good looks. That, you know? That's kind of my thing though. Like what's built in to kind of help that? Is my thing. You can afford to not have any off ball movement when you have LeBron because but LeBron's. Get, but they're getting the looks. Like they're they're like they want to shoot a bunch of threes, and they're like one of the top three point shooting teams in terms of volume in the sport. And they're saying like what they're telling you by their play is. You just wait till we start hitting them because we think that Wayne's a good shooter. We think that Tyler's a good shooter. And we think that Jay Rich is a good shooter. And they're going to start hitting threes and you're all going to be sorry. And that's understandable. And I do think the shots are going to eventually fall. But my thing is, there are e- I think there are easier ways for them to generate those kind of shots. And it just feels like there isn't anything really built in to help, I mean, to really make that easier on them. You're looking at driving kick, kick it back out, driving kick, kick it back out, whatever, and then nobody's moving on the other side of the court. If you're if your end goal is to generate an open three, a pin down on the other side can get you that look four or five seconds earlier. And they're mainly running like those pin downs for for like Ellington to like to free him up and not for other guys to get them under the rim or whatever. It's usually for for Jay Rich or Ellington to get them like loose at the corners. Yeah. Run the on the little on the break. Unfortunately, it appears as if Rodney Magruder would have actually been very useful in this current <laughs> scenario. I know that okay, you know Dion. that's contrary to uh, to popular belief on Twitter.com, but uh, the spot up shooting, the cutting, um, the movement in general, uh, I think that he could have helped. But maybe I'm just a, guys... I could just be a culture dweeb. Also, you know how that goes. All right, culture dweeb. Do you guys, uh, Culture Dream, do you know what uh, Justice Winslow is shooting in the restricted area this year? Uh, I, th- I bet you it's pretty good. I don't know any exact percentage. North of 70. Okay, Nikias? Yeah, it's like, season's like 72-something percent. 71.4%. That's really good. I think like, D- I think Dion is shooting a career high from, from around the basket as well. You saw him last night? I actually trusted him to make layups. It was like a whole new thing for me. How about that last one off the wrong leg, like looking YMCA on him? Oh, like, dude, the one, oh the one that he God. went high. I was like, Dion, no! <laughs> I'm like in my living room, like, dog, no! And I'm like, yeah! Yo, he is the roller coaster, man. You get the whole experience with him last night. Last night was the Dion Waiters. Experience oh my God, that last there was layup? there was a moment. There was a moment when when he was in instead of Goran, and they had checked Josh and JJ back in, and I said, "What is Spo doing?" Like. This is the absolute worst case scenario. <laughs> You're gonna let Dion run this unit, but they started reeling off points. It seemed like Dion was ass up to that point, though. Yeah, he was. Like Dion was bad. J- Yo, Jay- Andre Drummond has braces. <sighs> this is why I can't turn I can't do. I cannot. I cannot have the television on. I cannot watch. I cannot do a show with the television on. He doesn't have hairy shoulders anymore, and it's affecting his play. He looks ridiculous. The Pistons He's are winning. He's wearing a Rolling Stone shirt. Andre Jones a is band a defender. Hey, they went into Golden State and won. So Stan, I'm talking so far. Why is Golden State and Cleveland are both not good which, so far? That, de- is, that Golden State is, defense, which woo! is another example of why people coming. Into like making firm declarations six and seven games in is just absolutely asinine. Anyway, Orlando's the best team in the league, Leif. Uh, yeah, correct. Orlando, Frank Vogel's gonna lead him to the promised land. Vogel, yo, dog, 
Vogel is having the worst midlife crisis ever. Like, somebody has to help Frank Vogel. He's got, instead of pace and, pace and space, it's like pace and sad face. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Dumb face. <laughs> Yo, it's like somebody said help for Frank Vogel. Like, I feel so bad for him. He looks sad. He doesn't look happy. He never looks happy, man. He misses Roy Hibbert. No, dude. He used to like at least like look like he had a little life in him. Now he just looks dead. He always looks like he's thinking in his head. Why did I take Roy Hibbert out? Why did I (laughs) why why did I sub him out? But they've seemed to figure things out, dude. That that team is fun to watch. Like actually, like above all else, they're fun to watch. I don't know if they're good. Like I don't know if they're for real, but they're fun. Yeah, they're flying all over the court now. Would they be a team? You know, this, that, would, do you think they'd be a team that would give up their their next uh, coming up draft pick? Like, let's say top ten protected in the event that they continue to play well, or no? Are they going to continue to hold their picks? I think they should. Oh, uh, just knowing who their new um, they're under new management and they seem to be going the patient route. I don't think they'd give it up. But a lot of those guys that they have are locked up. Like they're not they're not in any rush to win now. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, they're they're like cheap, you know. Yeah, Aaron Gordon. You know, it's funny because like I think a year or two ago, like they had like four centers on the team, and I was like, we all thought, what the hell? They were doing like the Phoenix thing, but with centers. <laughs> have you seen the Nuggets oh, roster? <laughs> no. What are they doing? I'm not sure that they have a backup small forward. I think <laughs> <laughs> they have like six rotation bigs and no backup wings besides dog. The Heat don't have a backup point guard. Like if we're being real, the Pacers don't here. have a backup small forward either. With Glenn Robinson out, I don't think I dog, literally don't is, think they this have This league a is so break. weird. There's no. When did this league get this weird? Shout out Damian Wilkins, who's still playing somehow. Oh, that's true. He is there, but I thought they might. Yeah, you're right. He probably is playing. Has um, there been a guy like so far that like you turn on the TV and you're like, yo, that guy's still in the league? Wayne Wade. Wayne Wilkins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where's Brian to have his awful sound, the little sounder? You said that one up too well, man. I had. Oh, the Dwayne guy is... fell off that cliff. Oh man. Damn, the guy is. That was good. Had to. I wish we were more into the show. That would have been a great way to end. Oh my god! How far? Are we... Um, huh? I said, like, how far are we in? We're thirty-five minutes in. Oh. It feels like longer because Alex was so late. Uh, oh, all right. Alex, why were you late? It's been a long day, man. That's it. What do you want me to go into details about my day? Is that what? You, is that what you want me to do? I don't know. I. I guess not. You're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right. I don't. I don't. I don't want to hear about your day. Exactly. Um. The. The thing about going back to Justice, the mid-range, he's only taking six shots from mid-range. He's he's like a little shook. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't, which it's, I guess it's good that he's being patient, but, like, I I think Nikaias hit it right on the head. Like, I think he has to be a little more proactive, like, looking for the ball and looking for a shot. He, doesn't he have, like, a dozen spot-up attempts? I mean, do we really think that Spo is, ga- is like, planning for him to spot up that many times? Or is that he's just two for six? He's two for six for mid range. He's zero for three from the left corner. He's one for two from the right corner, and uh, he has one heave. I mean, so, I'm to- just so you guys know, I'm totally like stealing Christian and Nikaias's stats from his. Tweet. <laughs> That's what we all do. <laughs> what? Okay, like people. Okay, <laughs> you know, Nikaias. I kind of feel bad for you guys because like sometimes I'll just like take your stuff and say it on the show, and then like you know people are like, oh, you know that was really good, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> And I'm like, I stole that. I do that too. And so does like other media members that we shall not name. Oh. Yo, oh. Okay, let's call him out, yo. Call him Manny out. Navarro. Oh. Manny Navarro out here stealing our stats. Uh-oh. And how, by our stats, about we Matt, own them. How about Matt? What's his name from CBS? Who, uh, who's Matt Moore. Matt. Nikaias's boy. Hit him yep. with the Matt. What's his name? <laughs> Matt, what's his name? Boy, <laughs> I asked him to come on the podcast and he never responded back. So he gets a what's his name. Yo, um, Matt, what's his name? You know what? You're not guy, good though. enough for Heapy. <laughs> We've had ESPN personalities. We don't need you. I am. We've reached the mountaintop. Yeah, you shouldn't have told him he made it until he came on here. Hang up. We do yeah, not yeah. mean that in any way, <laughs> shape, or fashion. We are joking. 
I mean it. <laughs> Burn those bridges, man. <laughs> Burn. We made we made the Heat scramble off a report. That's making it, Matt Moore. When do you make a team scramble? That that's still like the funniest thing ever. Huh? Nothing. That's still the funniest thing to me that the Dion thing, that Dion ankle injury was as bad as we thought it was. And nobody thought it was a good idea for him to get that like repaired. They gave him two options. They they empowered the player to make the make the choice, and he chose no surgery. So here we are. Is that really how it went? I... <laughs> no, no, I'm asking seriously. Yo, Alex is like, I ain't hear what you said. What did you say? Is, is that how it went? Like, like they gave him the option. Yeah, he had two options okay. of treatment. He either could t- he could either have the surgery or not, and just go go the rehab route. And he chose the rehab route, but they put the ball that in his. Seemed like a very Riley decision to make. Yeah. Is he changing? Is he getting with the times? Is he getting hashtag? Is he getting dried? Hashtag Riley dried. I don't know. I, I think that he's already shown that he can evolve in many different ways, but we shall not go into that. Um, no, but like, I, no, like, but like, I'm like, I'm not trying to be facetious, but like, I'm serious, like, is because that doesn't seem like something he would have done f- like six years ago. I think that that could have something to do with the games played incentive, um, and also, uh, you know, I, I think that it may be a little bit overblown in terms of how productive he can be. Because I mean, look what he did last night. I mean, obviously, we don't want him taking 28 shots most games that's not a winning formula but Who's we? he's oh yeah I want he that. shows to like he ha- he has the capacity to still play at a high level so um it's not like he's like grant hill uh after the several ankle i mean i like obviously let me find some wood to knock on but um you know he's out there and he is contributing and and playing you know he played well last night Yo. That's what I'm kind of worried about. Like, I'm kind of worried that he's going to play hurt, and then it's not that it's not that he'll be limited. I'm like the thing I'm not really worried about is oh the ankle's going to slow him down. This is not. I'm worried about him getting hurt again while he's already hurt. Cause like that's the stuff that like ruins you. It's not it's not playing on. It's getting hurt while you're already hurt, and then that's stuff that it may never get fixed at that point. You know what I mean? Like, that's the stuff I'm worried about. And when you have a guy, like, you know, obviously, like, we care about Dion the person, but in a sports context, like, you commit to a guy for years, and you can't, like, at that point, you can't move him. But You know what I mean? And you can't play him. I know that Dwayne is obviously a different case because he was a franchise, undisputed franchise player. But there were a lot of years where Dwayne put off a lot of medical procedures in order to stay on the court. And it's I think that it's probably a lot more of a thing league wide than than we probably ever hear about. You know, the the managing of injuries and and stuff that could get worse and stuff like that. Um, your so I don't ankles know. in a sport where you're jumping at every freaking play, like when you contest a shot, you're jumping. Yeah. When you go for a layup, you're jumping. When it's you concerning. shoot, you're jumping. It's concerning. I'm trying like, to be positive. That's the body part on, that yeah. you don't want messed up, and that's what I'm concerned about. And yet he still took Jimmy buckets to the bucket five times in a row last night. Jimmy Butler was he had nothing for Dion last night. It was so he had a really bad game. Dion was like, hold on, who who could have had something for Dion? Dion was doing whatever. Dion would have done that to anybody. Like the offense at one point was just run a pick and roll, watch Minnesota switch it, burn Todd Gibson, (laughs) and just just work just about every time. Hold on, but like we're forgetting that like Dion was doing that to the freaking Warriors last year. Like when Dion is like like that, he'll do that to anybody. Philly cheese, man. That's why I feel better about it. If it is, if it is how. Uh, Lakers presenting it that they uh, that they gave him the option and he almost literally doubled down on himself. I feel better about it now. Maybe that's what he meant. Did we just uncover this? I mean, it could be both. <laughs> he's it could go either way. Yo, he's motivated. He's motivated. Dog. Did you see what he that did last night? He took the only, ball like ten times in a row. That's only helped him one game. He, he, Get the hell out of here with he's motivated. He really he's really been bad all year. <laughs> I, I mean, I still think really he should bad. be coming off the bench at this point. If 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 he's not healthy, I think he should be coming off the bench. And you start the Johnson brothers together since and your starting lineup hasn't been good enough. 
Get out of here. No, ta ta I know. Okay, let's slow down for one second. No. Let's hold don't, on. Wait. Don't. Let's slow no. down. Let's slow don't down start. and perspectivize this. No. Wait, where are you going? He's not been good. Ooh. He has not been good this year. He hasn't. You know. I don't want to hear it. You know who's been bad it's this been six year. games. I know, but he these six games he has he's been good like for like a half. He was good last night on the run. He was not. He was like okay in the last fourth night. quarter to run. Didn't he have like a huge like, steal in, in the last minute? Nikias had a huge steal in that game. Wow. He did. And then he just threw it crazy. justice. Yo. Nice pass, Nikias. Good pass, Nikias. I'm just saying, I was impressed. This is lovely. Uh, okay, um, low key showed out in the third quarter, though. I'll give him that. The third quarter? Now that's a seamless segue. Um, see, Brian's not here today, so we don't have small sample size theater. And um, I'm not going to do the. I'm not going to make the song. Uh, with I'm not gonna sing the song. So, Nikias, I know you have some uh, numbers on the third quarter. Did you have those pulled up, or do you need a little time? To oh no, I got them right here. Um, Let's go. Yeah, in a shocking turn of events, Miami is easily the worst third quarter team in the NBA. Um, you don't say. Yeah, they have a net rating of negative twenty-seven point seven. Negative twenty-seven in the third quarter. Exactly. It is truly the third quarter. I thought that was DWSPR. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah their offensive rating Dog. is 80.4 um hold on repeat that hold on wait the guys let me regroup jesus alex d wade's per you thought was negative 27.4 yeah somewhere around there god you guys okay the guys continue after that savagery <laughs> that was pretty good but yeah i mean it just kind of falls apart um the true shooting percentage is like bottom three in the league they actually run pretty well. Their pace is up there. But, you know, turnovers and that's really what it is. Turnovers and missed shots. I would love to there. filter out the quality of shots. Like, I would like to isolate the third quarter and see what kinds of looks are they getting. And I know that I don't think we have that technology available to us. But I'm, I'm curious, like, is it that they're not? I don't know, man. It just feels like everything falls apart and then they all get stupid. You know what I mean? Like, they get desperate. Yeah, there's a lot of so the it gets forced. Yo, well, Dion, like yesterday was like yoloing everything in the third quarter. I was like, Dion, stop. I, I want to talk about it too because I I rewatched it um rewatched it this afternoon. I'll be dropping the film thread away tomorrow. I already have the videos and stuff queued up. Ooh. But um, yeah, I was watching it. I really can't blame Dion because there were a lot of positions where you know one of those yeah, driving kick two dribbles and kick it out type deals. And Dion's getting the ball with seven seconds left on the clock. And I mean, there's no off ball movement and there's not much time on the clock. So Dion kind of had to make something happen. Like I really did not like Miami's process on offense after the first quarter. And it's, I'm, you know, and I, I found this fascinating what you're saying about this because you're being critical of the, of the process of the offense that, I have felt to be largely fine considering the looks that they generate, but you know, you may have a point of, of what you're saying. And I think, I think what you're saying is very clear. Yeah. Hashtag fire spell. Yeah. I like, I think the result is fine. They're getting open. They're getting corner threes. They're getting three, they're getting plenty of shots at the rim, but it just shouldn't take what it takes for them to get those shots considering who you have on the floor. I mean, we have screeners, you have high IQ guys, you have good passers. There's just no reason for there to be one side. Do they have high IQ guys? Who's high IQ? I think Goran's high IQ. Goran, Justice. Olenek. Kelly's up. Eh. You're just saying that because he's white. (laughs) No, No. I'm saying that because he's a very good passer. You're only objecting to that because he's white, Gianni. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. The three high IQ guys. Is that it? I don't think think TJ's. Get out. No, get out of here. TJ's not. He just can't dribble. (laughs) <laughs> hold on, hold on, wait a second. I want that to be the name of the show. TJ's not dumb, comma. He just can't dribble, and everyone's gonna think that I said that. <laughs> Probably thought it. <laughs> well, you made it the title. No. It is the title. There you go. Um, I don't think this team has a lot of high IQ guys. I disagree with you. I think has a lot of um, I think it has a few high IQ guys and a bunch of um. But the guys that aren't that that basketball bright. Well, I mean, when you have years with with the Battier Bosch experience, it's going to yeah. be difficult to come back from that. So I wouldn't necessarily place the bar that high. 
going forward. But like, I'm even saying, like, even, like, just with Luol Dang and, like, that team with Dwayne and Goran, Luol Dang, Justice Winslow. I think you're underestimating you... JJ and Ellington. I think they're both pretty smart, actually. JJ's always setting picks. He always knows when to make the pass. And he gets a little erratic, yo. And I know he gets JJ's those turnovers. JJ's, like, try hard. Like, I'm not, like, but... JJ's try hard, but I don't really see him as, like, and I think where JJ excels most, like, he's good at coming to help, and he's, like, a really, really good one-on-one -on -one defender. But, like, you know, JJ's not, like, making hard reads out there. You know what I mean? I mean, But are not... you associating IQ with, like, ability to pass or ability to defend? Because no, 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 no. Ellington, Just... from a movement standpoint and the way that he reads screeners and reads defenders and, and that kind of stuff, like, I think that he does that pretty well, and that requires some level of IQ. He's I think that's the great, value like, that Ellington uh, Ellington brings. I mean, he's that, not he's... out there like Harold Miner, like not knowing what he's doing. <laughs> that's, a, that's a name. I'm just trying to keep us old, you know. I thought Sherman Douglas is the way to go to get musty heat guards. <laughs> musty. <laughs> we, we need to do a top ten musty heat guards. Top 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 five musty heat guards with Lefty Lave. Sherman Douglas is number one. The general. John Crowdy Douglas. Bimbo. That's probably like oh. low key. That's that's Eric Reed's favorite player. Like it has to be. Like that's like the kind of guy Eric would love. The general, the general Sherman Douglas, some obscure as he player. He got our first triple double. <laughs> okay, we cut the show off, and then Nikai said, "I have a lot of numbers that I can get that I didn't get to use." Um, and by the way, Leif's not even sure if Harold Miner had the first heat triple-double. We learned that sure, after yeah. we went off air. Sorry, I'm woke. <laughs> Nikaias, read us whatever numbers you have. Oh, man. Um, Miami has been low-key bad in transition this year. They're what? 22nd in transition efficiency, yeah. They have the best ISO offense in the league. Shout out to James Johnson. not sure how sustainable that is at all. James Johnson has been in the league. Um... Gordon's done well. Dion has obviously been good. That was boosted from last night's game. Um, Dion's been one of the best pick and roll players in the league this year. 82nd percentile in terms of scoring plus passing. Um, Tyler Johnson has been predictably bad, which Master. is also why, <laughs> which is also why I don't understand why Justice isn't getting more pick and roll touches. But whatever. Master. <laughs> nah, that's about all I got, man. Just had some stuff on the offense because I'm just. I don't know. I'm not feeling my Catch this court. and more on the next launching pad next Monday. <laughs> Flo here with a really weird word. Buttery. Buttery? It's not quite butter. It's, it's more butterish. Or maybe buttery is like butchery or bakery, a shop that sells artisanal butter products. Dig in, America. Now a word that's even more weird. Flotection. Sure, it's not really a word, but it is really good protection for your new home through me and Progressive. No ifs, ands, or butteries about it. Sorry. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.